What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in to On the Block. Officially, back in our time slot. Didn't think it was going to happen this week, but here we are. I am Austin Norman, not joined by the Husker Hall of Famer, Eric Strickland. He's out this week. Looking forward to him making his return. He will be back in time for March Madness. Don't worry, Husker fans. You will be included. We'll talk a little bit about that here coming up shortly. Uh, reaction to Nebraska men's basketball's loss last night on the road at Ohio State. If you've got any thoughts on Husker Hoops, let me know. 402-464-5685. I'd love to have you be a part of the conversation here. That number is our text line brought to you by Sarder Heyman Jewelers, who is also kind enough to sponsor our live video streams. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter have those up and running for you. So there's no excuse not to find us. Don't forget, you also have our free app for your phone. Plenty of great ways to listen here to the ticket. Just got done with Scott moving on once again to the state final. That game will take place uh, tomorrow afternoon at 1 p.m. Omaha Scut awaits the winner of Elkhorn North and Beatrice. Um, or not Elkhorn North and Beatrice, Elkhorn North um, Yeah, and Beatrice. Sorry, yes, I can read. I know how brackets work. That game coming up here at 315. We don't have that game because it would bleed into old school. And the reason that uh, we're back here for just an hour of On the Block is because DP and J are making their way out to 70th and Pioneers. We'll have a two-hour edition, you know, full-on old school, live from the new Midwest Bank at 70th and Pioneers, the grand opening of that Lincoln location, the second one. Free food, free drinks from 4 to 6 p.m. at 70th and Pioneers Midwest Bank. Again, their second location in Lincoln. The other one is at 27th and Jamie Lane. 
There are prize opportunities as well. Not little trinkets, you know, not koozies or pens or, you know, anything like that. Big prizes. If you stop by Midwest Bank on 70th and Pioneers, here are the four big prizes you can win. A golf outing with Jay Foreman, a golf outing with Jake Sorensen, a free 10-week challenge from Farrell's Extreme Body Shaping, and free lunch with Coach Bill Bush. That's right. Why would you not stop by? If you can go golfing with Jay, you can go golfing with Jake. You can sit down and have lunch with Coach Bill Bush. And heck, if you're like me, you need to get back in shape, a free 10-week challenge at Farrell's, incredible value for you. So make sure you swing by between 4 and 6th at 70th and Pioneers. And hey, Steve Schindler also on location for the grand opening as well. Again, Midwest, Midwest Bank, 70th and Pioneers, 4 to 6 p.m. Win free golf, win free lunch, win a, win a free workout class. Uh, let's jump into Husker basketball, 402-464-5685 if you've got thoughts. We'll touch on some uh, Big Ten headlines, some college football coordinator headlines, win totals. Uh, we're starting to get posted around, you know, kind of the pre-spring win total. So we'll go over uh, how one one outlet sees the Big Ten shaking out this year. Um, but Husker hoops loses. They drop to twenty and nine on the year, ten and eight overall in Big Ten play. They lose. They lose on the road at Ohio State. Buckeyes improved to seventeen and twelve, seven and eleven overall in the Big Ten. Again, Indiana. Still the outlier in terms of Nebraska being unable to to win on the road generally outside of that one at Assembly Hall. And we all know how hairy that one got. Nebraska got out to the big lead. Indiana crawled all the way back to within three before Nebraska, you know, re reasserted some control. But this was a, a pretty consistent game both halves for Ohio State. The Buckeyes put up 39 points in each half. Nebraska down two, 39-37 at the break. 32 second-half points for the Huskers. But some guys that have really stepped up recently struggled in the second half. Bryce Williams didn't make a field goal in the second half. Casey Tominaga went 0-7 of in the second half, including 0-4 of from three-point range. And Juwan Gary took uh, seven shots, only made two of them in the second half, and didn't hit on his three-point attempts. And that really is what was the difference for Nebraska, that lack of... Ex- execution on the offensive end down the stretch because we saw Ohio State, you know, get up by eight, get up by 10, and then Nebraska creep back in it and creep back in it, creep back in it. But then the the call out of bounds that got reversed, Ohio State gets the ball back and scores there. And Nebraska's just inability to to really consistently do anything on offense in, you know, the first few minutes of the second half and then in crunch time, right? Nebraska cut it to a possession or to two possessions a couple times and just could never get over that hump, which again speaks to the need for a strong start to the game, which Nebraska was okay. They hung in there with Ohio State, but the Buckeyes ended the first half, you know, on a run to take the lead, and they come out strong in the second half. We've seen Nebraska be able to answer the bell, be able to respond early in the second half, you know, really pretty well recently. The Huskers were just unable to do that on the road at Ohio State. And then, of course, we'll talk about it because it is a thing. Foul discrepancy. Nebraska whistled for 21 fouls. Juwan Gary whistled for four. Bryce Williams whistled for four. Rink Mast, three. Josiah Alec, three. And then even off the bench, Demarcus Lawrence, who got 30 minutes, we'll touch on him more in a sec, also whistled for four fouls. Ohio State, on, on the other hand, nine fouls. Yes, some of those came late as Nebraska was trying to make a comeback. No, the refs are not the reason that Nebraska lost that game. But it certainly seemed to play a role, right? Nebraska goes seven of eight at the free throw line. The only player to miss one, Kase Tomanaga. Yeah, he split his pair. But Ohio State 
goes 24 of 28 from the line. You have uh, Devin Royal off the bench go five for five on his way to 13 bench points, which were huge there uh, for the Buckeyes. You see Jamison Battle get to the free throw line 10 times and not miss, right? One of the best games of his career last night, 32 points, only four rebounds and three assists. But when you're filling it up like he is in 39 minutes, he was probably the best player, you know, from start to finish in that game. And even Roddy Gale Jr., 25 minutes, four of eight from the floor, but eight of 12 at the free throw line on his way to a double-double, 16 points and 10 rebounds for him. He was eight of 12 at the charity stripe, um, also added an assist. So Ohio State was for the most part, better than Nebraska. It was a pretty even game, I would say, across the board. You saw the matchups that Ohio State wanted to attack. Pretty much whoever was guarding Jamison Battle, Ohio State said, yep, you got it. We'll get out of your way. You go, Cook. Roddy Gale had his moments. Uh, Scotty Middleton had a a few flashes as well, but he was mostly that spot-up threat from three. Um, And it was Battle who hit four threes. Scotty Middleton hit three. That was really you know, the two guys that did it from beyond the arc for Ohio State. Sometimes the guy's just hot, right? We haven't seen too many guys go off on Nebraska like Jamison Battle has this year. That's a testament to the continual improvement on the defensive end. It's a testament to Nebraska's ability to throw different matchups at different guys, um, especially at the guard position. Jamison Battle, I think, was it was a weird matchup for Nebraska because one-on-one, you like Jawan Gary on him. Jawan Gary a little more physical, and I think Jamison Battle wants to be. I think Jawan Gary's good enough to play out on the perimeter defensively as well. But if Jawan Gary, you know, like he did, got in some foul trouble, he was one of a, a few players that committed four fouls, and he was struggling on the offensive end. Jawan Gary has been a little up and down mentally, I'll say. Their games as effort comes and goes, and despite being, you know, the dog on Nebraska's team, a guy who I think. Nebraska feeds off of a lot with energy. He does sometimes let his offense creep into his defense. And of course, it's hard when a guy's going to work and scoring on you like Jamison Battle was. He did get his his fair um, number of looks, his fair share of uh, open and easy looks. But Jamison Battle hit some nice shots, made some nice moves working on, you know, obviously plenty of defenders, but plenty of time with Juwan Gary on him as well. But that that's my point. Jamison Battle is a true wing. And Nebraska really only has one true wing player that I would that I would you know categorize, and, and that right now is Eli Rice, who didn't see the floor again in this game, still recovering from I believe it's the ankle injury for Eli Rice. Juwan Gary is probably best at the four. He's playing some three. His shots may be a little inconsistent for someone that's playing on the perimeter so much. Nebraska had a lot of success with him, you know, sitting short corner in what's called the the dunker spot. Now, where you get a three-on-two, you get a two-on-one. If the defender plays in the middle, guard goes to the rack. If the defender steps up to take the guard, it's a nice little drop-off to either the right or the left short corner. And Juwan Gary's great in that role. He's got a nice floater game. He's aggressive enough to go to the rim and finish with bad intentions. And, And a decent enough passer, a willing enough passer that if help does come on time and Juwan Gary doesn't have a shot uh, at the rim, he's a good enough passer. He's got a good enough handle down there to make something out of it. But Juwan Gary camping out beyond the three-point line, he's his shot looks better than it does last year. Results maybe have ticked up a little bit, but you definitely, as an opponent like Ohio State did last night, you live with Juwan Gary taking six threes, right? He got hot the last time out on his way to a career-high 22 points, but 
Jawan Gary isn't a consistent shooter yet at this point in his career. So that's a credit to Ohio State for forcing Nebraska's other players into tougher shots. Like I said, Casey Tominaga, 0 of 7 in the second half after starting 3 of 5 and 2 of 3 from three-point range in the first half. Credit Ohio State for, for changing up its game plan a little bit, for raising that level of defensive intensity and, and making Jawan Gary beat them, right? Josiah Alec was okay. He had four points, two rebounds, and two assists. Maybe not quite the impact you were looking for out of him, but he wasn't, you know, a problem necessarily. I think he he did his job in that matchup like he was supposed to. But this is where the fifth option offensively comes into play. When you get into obviously that was leap day basketball yesterday, but March basketball, teams are good enough and game planning is good enough that it's incredibly difficult for stars to take over games. The best of the best rise to the occasion when, when you think of, you know, like Kemba Walker in UConn and his run, Shabazz Napier just a few years later in his run. Um, I'm sure there are plenty more recent examples you can point to as well. But it's difficult for stars to take over in March basketball when all the game planning and attention is on them. In Ohio State, again, we talk about their record down at 6-11 and going into last night. They're a better team. They're more talented than their record showed. Um, it's unfortunate Chris Holtman had to lose his job, but it's win number three in a row for interim coach Jake Diebler. I kind of thought Ohio State would be done with that boost, but credit the Buckeyes for, for playing hard and for playing well. But that's where, if Nebraska is going to make an extended run in the Big Ten tournament, and if Nebraska is going to stay longer than just a day in the NCAA tournament, whoever that fifth option is for them is going to need to step up. If you look at the starting lineup for Nebraska of Mast, Alec, Williams, Gary, and Tominaga. Alec is probably the fifth option in that lineup. Incredibly, you know, low usage for the most part. Yes, Nebraska will go to him in certain matchups like they did early against Northwestern, like they did early against Michigan. But other teams are fine if Josiah Alec is finishing plays. Other teams are generally fine with Jawan Gary finishing plays as well. Because yes, there are games Juwan Gary can get hot. He's had double-doubles this year. He scored in the teens, set a new career high with 22 points. But Juwan Gary and Josiah Alec don't have offensive games that are as well-rounded or as consistent as the three leading scorers for Nebraska in Tominaga, Mast, and Williams. So you look at Mast and Tominaga, combined 8 for 26 overall, 4 of 12 from three-point range, Ohio State did a good job. Akpara was better in this matchup with Bruce Thornton battling illness. I thought um, Ohio State's defense was really solid on Kese, especially in that second half. He got free a couple times in the first half, did his Kese thing. But again, game planning and adjustment. So when Kese Tominaga gets taken away, when Bryce Williams kind of goes into a shell, you credit him for not forcing shots, but you also sometimes want to say, hey, Bryce, you can get your own shot. We need one right now. You know, kind of like he Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He had to stop that run at Indiana. When they got it to a three-point game, he took that in-rhythm mid-range jumper to stop that run, get Nebraska back on track to key that 14-2 run to, to give the Huskers the, the eventual margin of victory that they got. Bryce Williams on the night only takes seven shots. He needs to take more than that, right? If Rink Mass is struggling like he is, if Kase Tomonaga is struggling like he is, that's where Bryce Williams, I think, needs to step up and take a few more of those shots. C.J. Wilcher, 1-5 from three-point range, doesn't help anything. He's really cooled off, really, since that Wisconsin game. Um, eight points and a steal. Um, that's all, all C.J. Wilcher contributed off the bench. So if someone's struggling, that's where Nebraska needs someone else to step up. Like, that sounds so basic and so reductive. But if Nebraska, again, wants to be taken seriously as a contender in March, number one, its stars have to step up. You can't afford to have 5 of 14, 3 of 12, 3 of 7 is okay, but 6 of 19 combined for your two starting guards in Tominaga and, and Williams, that's under 33% shooting. That's not good enough to get the job done, but it's okay if stars struggled, right? That's why we, we've touted Nebraska's depth on this program and on others all season long is that if it's not one guy's night, it's going to be someone else's. Well, last night it was Jamarcus Lawrence's night for the most part. Again, off the bench, another double-figure scoring effort. He had 14 points and five assists off the bench. He was five of seven from the floor, three of five on three-pointers. And, of course, his misses weren't great. A couple air balls. But Jamarcus Lawrence can be a difference maker for this team. What Ohio State did was, even though if you look at Nebraska, two guys in double figures, another guy with nine, two with eight, and even Bryce Williams with seven— Nebraska was not efficient. 26 of 20 or 26 of 67 overall. That's only 38.8% shooting. That's not good enough. Ohio State took 13 fewer shots, but only made three fewer. So they shot 43% from the floor. Ohio State turned the ball over 13 times. Hey, look at that. There's your difference in number of shots, right? Not now I know not every turnover led to a shot, but if you take away all of Ohio State's turnovers, they get 67 possession or 67 shots hypothetically as well. Again, I know that's not exactly how it works, but Nebraska had a just pure math advantage in the number of shots at Kansas State, but they converted it a little bit higher clip. They were better on the offensive glass. Nebraska wasn't able to convert 
you know, a whole lot of points off of turnovers. 11 points off of 13 turnovers, you're looking for at least a one-to-one ratio. And I know it's only one bucket shy of that, but that's big. 10 second chance points on eight offensive rebounds for Nebraska. You think, okay, that's not bad. Ohio State had one more offensive rebound, but almost doubled Nebraska in second chance points. 17 second chance points off of nine offensive rebounds. That is incredibly efficient with second chances from Ohio State. That's a lot of quick stickbacks. It was a couple kickout threes. I think it was uh, Middleton that had at least one of those last night. Nebraska, you know, if you look just at the numbers, right, you take 13 more shots, 12 of them were from three. Um, you, you have basically the same number of offensive rebounds, um, but you, you lose the rebounding battle by 10 overall. You have more assists than Ohio State does. You turn the ball over less often. Looking at the the stat sheet, just the bottom lines, you're like, okay, Nebraska should have a pretty okay shot to win the game. But this is where I get to the free throw disparity. Nebraska shoots eight free throws. Ohio State has two players shoot more than eight free throws. 33 three-pointers for Nebraska on a day that you weren't shooting that well. Five of 15 in the first half, five of 18 in the second half. Some of those when you're trying to make a comeback. That's not good enough. That's where, even though he's not a great free throw shooter, right? He's probably been the most inconsistent guy at the line. If Juwan Gary cuts out three of his three-point attempts and gets to the rim, that can set the tone for Nebraska. You saw the vicious dunk that he had. That's what he can bring. On a night like last night where everyone is struggling shooting, Nebraska needs that. Okay, not everyone. Sorry, Jamarcus Lawrence. Sorry, Rink Mask. Combined five of ten from three. Those two guys had it going. Um, Bryce Williams only took two attempts from three. He hit one of them. Juwan Gary, I think, could have traded in a couple of his three-point attempts, a few of them, for drives to the basket. You look at, at Rink Mast and Kasey Tomonaga. Forced some tough ones. Yes, there was plenty of contact off the ball that wasn't called. Yes, it seemed like Ohio State got away with some contact. But that can't deter Nebraska from going to the rim. Nebraska's a, a better shooting team from three-point range than it has been but it's not an elite shooting team from three-point range. This isn't 2018 Villanova, where some days you lose big because you know in the long run you're good enough three-point shooters, you trust your drive and kick and enough of your defense that you make the math work for you. Nebraska relies on the three-point shot a a decent amount, maybe more than it should, especially nights like last night, whereas the team, you're struggling. You're less than 33%, and that's really, shooting 33% is the bare minimum break-even percentage that you need to hit. Because if you're shooting 33% on threes, you got to be hitting at 50% on your twos to be able to keep up. Nebraska at sub-40% on twos yesterday at 39%, and just right at that 30% mark on threes. That's not efficient. So yes, Nebraska got more shots, but they didn't capitalize on them. And I think some of that was shot selection. I'm a math guy. I'm a numbers guy. I'm an analytics guy when it comes to sports. Don't ask me to do your kid's calculus or algebra homework. But 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 I get the theory, right, for a team like Nebraska, where if you shoot you know, 36% from three in this game, at the end, it's a one-possession game. And then if you get to the free throw line a couple more times, maybe you make three or four of those. And, and that's you know how the math works out. So yes, it wasn't a great shooting night for Nebraska, but it's on these poor shooting nights that Nebraska has to make an even more concerted effort to go to the offensive glass. Ohio State grabs nine more defensive rebounds than Nebraska does, 34. So of the the 41 missed shots that Nebraska had, Ohio State 
ended up grabbing, what would that be? Yeah, 30, 34 of them. That's how that math works. If Nebraska's not going to shoot it well, they can't just have guards shoot and run back. Nights like that where Ohio State didn't make much of a an effort, really, to get out in transition, 11 fast break points, that's really not that much. Crash the glass a little bit. Send one guy back, but Juwan Gary needs to go to the offensive boards. He did not have a single offensive rebound last night. You know, that tells me he shot it and he floated. If you're, if you're missing your shots or you're an inconsistent shooter, as soon as you feel that that shot is off, your first step isn't, isn't a side hop. It isn't back. It's forward. It's follow your shot. It's land and go get it. Fred Hoiberg mentioned that after the Northwestern game where just uh, in Evanston, where he said, we should be a better offensive rebounding team than we are with Juwan Gary and Josiah Alec in the starting lineup. And guess what? Those two guys combined for zero offensive rebounds on one of the worst shooting nights of the season for Nebraska. That's the difference. Nebraska was not as aggressive getting downhill to the rim. Nebraska was not as aggressive in pursuing shots. Yes, eight offensive rebounds, that's okay. But Nebraska could have had more. That's a way that Nebraska could have sparked some energy, sparked some easier points at the rim, maybe drawn some fouls on Ohio State. If they know, oh crap, these guys are coming, I get to get a, got to get a body on them. If Nebraska's coming and Ohio State reacts too late, it's a grab. It's too much of a body. It's pulling a guy down to prevent him to get it. It's driving that foul differential up. So Nebraska, I think, left plenty of opportunities for points out on the board, despite, again, taking 13 more shots than, than an opponent. I mentioned I wanted to hit on Jamarcus Lawrence. 30 minutes off the bench, one of his, his higher totals of the season, especially since being moved to the bench. The 5 of 7 line overall, 3 of 5 from 3, to go along with 5 assists, to, 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 to only 2 turnovers. That 2.5 to 1 assist to turnover ratio, pretty solid, right? Always want to boost assists and limit turnovers, but you can live with 2.5 to 1. That's a, that's a pretty good mark, generally speaking, for a guard. Jamarcus Lawrence can be a difference maker for this team. We saw it last season. Uh, when he enters the starting lineup after Emmanuel Bandamel's injury, it took him a little bit of time to, to find his footing, but Jamarcus Lawrence took off at the end of January and into February. I think back to, I believe it was the Penn State game last year, Jamarcus played pretty well, hit some big shots early on against Iowa, and then did it again late in a game that... Go back and check the box score from the final game of the regular season last year, Nebraska-Iowa. The Huskers really had no business winning that game. The way Patrick McCaffrey was shooting in the first half, the way Nebraska was allowing Iowa to hang in there, um, especially on the offensive glass, Nebraska got down. I'm still shocked they came back to win that game. But Jamarcus Lawrence was a huge part of that. I think if Nebraska's going to you know, make a run in the Big Ten tournament and going to try to hang around in the NCAA tournament, Jamarcus Lawrence is going to factor into that. He's going to be a reason why Nebraska has some success because of what he can do off the dribble, because he is, I think, a better shooter than his percentages this year would tell you. Remember, that's really how Jamarcus Lawrence got it going last year was screens off of movement from three. Jamarcus Lawrence can fill it up, and I hope that he has found that role. He has found that confidence. Now, C.J. Wilcher, where are you at? Step on up. Nebraska needs C.J. Wilcher. On a day that Juwan Gary struggled like he did, um, C.J. Wilcher plays 21 minutes to Juwan Gary's 27. Not that they play the exact same position, but if if Juwan Gary's struggling from three, that's where C.J. Wilcher needs to be in there. It needs to be hitting a couple shots early on to make teams guard him, to give Rink Mast easier shots, to give Casey Tomanaga easier opportunities, to free Bryce Williams up a little bit as well. 
I want to go to YouTube here really quick. Um, Wade on YouTube says, Mass has been disappointing offensively, missing a lot of easy short shots too. He finally started getting it going, but missed at least five early he could have made. I think Rink Mast would, would tell you the same. Nebraska as a whole isn't the greatest still at finishing around the rim. Um, Rink Mast will leave some hook shots short. He'll miss. He'll just miss some that you don't think he should. And I wonder if some of that is due to the knee. Again, that's not an excuse. He's played through it all year, but he played 32 minutes. Maybe Rink Mass, it was due to warm-ups or something that he wasn't able to uh, you know, get himself as fired up early on, get his knee as mobile and activated as he needed it to. But for, for having such good touch, Rink Mass does leave quite a few hook shots short. Um, he doesn't always go through contact as strong as I would like. Same with Bryce Williams. I think Nebraska's left plenty of opportunities you know, out there to get to the line to draw fouls. Um, especially and once, right? Um, rink mass two of two at the free throw line. What if he converts one or two more of his his layups and hook shots, but is also fouled, right? That adds up over the long run. And again, rink mass has been, you know, one of the two best players for Nebraska men's basketball this year. It's nitpicking at this point. But yes, you see the, the wild swings between his 34 points against him the first time. And even though it was 14 and 12 tonight, it was 14 points on 14 shots. You'd like that to be 14 on 10 or 14 on nine, have some more efficiency you know, by getting to the free throw line and drawing fouls. But that's where I think Nebraska, the offseason focus for me will be, as always, you know, continue to get better from the three-point range, continue to, to help that, that math work in your favor and work on finishing at the rim. Those are the two things that I think Nebraska needs to work on. The free throws have been much better, as we noted on this program. I think it was was yesterday. Um, so yeah, work on finishing at the rim because I think Rink Mast is is better than he's shown finishing. I think Juwan Gary Bryce Williams would say, yeah, we've left some out there as well. In some nights, it hasn't mattered, right? Nebraska going into Ohio State had won its previous four games by 15 points or more. You know, but that's not to say there weren't things to fix behind the scenes. And that was taking care of business. This was a quad one opportunity. Nebraska's first quad one opportunity in a while. They unfortunately fall short. Final score of 78-69. But those little things like finishing at the rim, they make a difference when you're not at your best uh, like Nebraska wasn't last night. A couple things to get to on the text line here in just a moment. We'll throw it to break, though. Text line, I'll hit uh, on what you have to say after the break. We'll also go over some Big Ten preseason win totals, some pre-spring win totals, um, according to 24-7 Sports. All that and more as we continue on the block, getting you set up for old school live at Midwest Bank at 70th and Pioneers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.